If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. once again and welcome to Vacation Rental Success. It's wonderful to be back with you again. My guest today is a super savvy guy who has been in the vacation rental business since around 2000 when he invested in a number of um, residential and holiday rental properties in the southwest of, of England. He's a former microbiologist so it was quite a jump for him to go from that sort of uh, career path into our vacation rental business. And he, he talks about the, the transition and how he has developed from investing in his own properties to really investing in owners and small agencies and has developed a huge network of websites and holiday rental businesses. So Richard's telling us how he got started in the vacation rental business and then explaining the unique business model that Discovery Holiday Homes has and how it differentiates from the mainstream agency format. And we then discuss how the development of the major web platforms such as HomeAway, Airbnb, TripAdvisor, etc., has impacted not only his own business, but everybody's business over businesses, vacation rental businesses over the past few years and what he feels that the future of the industry is. We also hear quite in depth about the fragmentation of our industry and how it has become, as he calls it, a melting pot of complexity, a quote I really, really love. And then we move on to, um, to talk about a platform he has launched that, will, that aims to help owners break free from the grasp of the big listing sites. So all in all, it's a really interesting discussion. I hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, let's move on. Good morning, Richard. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. You're more than welcome, Heather. It's a pleasure to speak to you. So how's the weather in England today? Uh, well, I'm in supposedly sunny Torbay um, and we've got a bit of sea mist and a bit of fog, but it's quite warm. We're planning on going swimming what, after if, this interview. What, in the sea swimming? In the sea swimming. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've uh, we've just hit fall here in in Ontario, and so you know, beautiful blue sky day, slightly um, slightly cool, and the colours are coming. The colours in three 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 weeks time will be absolutely monumental. I, mean, I don't know if you've ever been across here, Richard, but it's uh, it's sort of a, akin to New England type colours in the fall. Yeah, no, I've done New England, I've done parts of Canada, and I have to say, the I, I do love the. Do love the fall in New England. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's it's magic. But I I won't be here. I'm I'm heading out on Sunday to uh, on vacation for six weeks, and I'll be in a in a state park in Kentucky in a caravan. <laughs> it's hardly a vacation rental. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's something something we do every year at the end of this busy busy season. Is right. uh, is we just take off for six weeks and uh, and we we travel. So we're heading to Kentucky, Florida, Alabama, and then I'll be heading off to 
towards, well, we'll stop for a week in Dallas and I'll just pick up a, a quick flight to San Diego and go to the Vacation Rental Managers Association conference there for a couple of days. And then back I home. See I, I will see you there because we're going. Oh, perfect. That is excellent. I will look forward to that. We will we'll set yeah. some time aside to, um, to, to have a really good chat. No, that'd be really interesting, actually. I'll go out. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting all those people who actually sit on LinkedIn who are all going as well. So it'd be quite quite exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I'll look forward to that. So, Richard, what got you started in the vacation rental or let's let's or, or holiday let business as it is in uh, in the UK? Because you had a, an entirely different career leading up to it. Yeah, I mean, I won't go through the whole thing, but. Uh, a microbiologist turned into commercial sales laboratory equipment and uh, running a Finnish, small Finnish public company uh, and ending up in vacation rentals, I know is pretty, pretty unusual. But uh, in around about the year 2000, um, the property market in the UK was on the up and we decided it might be a better idea to actually buy a property than put money into a pension fund. So... We bought a residential property and let it very successfully and we then leveraged it because it went up in value and we ended up with a, a very large Victorian um, villa and cottage attached. Uh, so we did 14 residential apartments and a holiday rental cottage. And what we discovered was that the 14 residential apartments turned out to be extremely hard work um, because of the particular tenants in multiple occupancy, but we discovered that the cottage uh, holiday rental business was much easier because you knew that the guests were going to leave after a week, whereas the uh, the multiple occupancy uh, Victorian villa well, it, it could be quite difficult because of the, the tenants and the way that the uh, the government had structured uh, payments and various things. So we sold that. And we started buying um, apartments overlooking the sea and a house. Uh, we ended up with uh, six apartments, uh, of which four were sea views uh, and the house. It was a townhouse just around the corner from the beach. And we did everything. We, uh, we did the marketing. We did the, uh, the cleaning, every single element of the business from the ground up. And in 2006, after six years of it, we got fed up with cleaning the toilets and decided to sell it all. And that's uh, how we ended up originally in, in the actual rental business. It's not how we ended up how we are today, however. I, I always think that that is the best way of, of getting into any part of this, you know, seriously and professionally getting into this business. You really need to have come in on the ground floor um, and as you say, cleaning toilets, that's pretty as, as ground floor as you can possibly get. It is, particularly when you find out that in South Africa, Christmas Day is not as important as Christmas Eve. So if they're going to call you out, they call you out on Christmas Day morning. So it's a very, uh, it's a very sharp education. Plus, you get to learn an awful lot about um, people, more so than in any other industry, because they're also varied, the guests. They are indeed. And, you know, having said that, I'll just tell you a little story we have going on at the moment that uh, we, we, we had a family come in from Saudi Arabia a couple of years ago and it was it was a doctor and his family and they were going to uh, one of our smaller properties, quite remote, 
And we really didn't think about, you know, the, the cultural impact it was going to have on them. I, I, I guess it was just, you know, well, you've booked this. We were considering they'd probably done the research. And these people arrived and we had the telephone call at eight o'clock at night to say, well, we're here, but we can't find the food. <laughs> and we said, I'm not sh- quite sure what you mean. Well, we're all hungry, but there's no food here. And they had not grasped the idea of what self-catering was and that they would have to cater for themselves. So <laughs> we we were able to send them out to a nearby gas station, nearby, you know, and, and pick up a sandwich. But but that was it. And uh, and we're just dealing with another group coming in from Saudi at the moment with exactly the same perceptions. Yes, that is, that is very bizarre, I have to say. <laughs> I used to live in Saudi, but they do have some strange habits, that's for sure. Yeah, so so yes, I, I completely agree. You you know, guests are so different. But, you know. Yeah, and um, and I'd like to say it's a rich experience, but uh, sometimes it can be tainted with uh, with difficulties. So, but we ended up actually at with Discovery Holiday Homes because we sold the business as uh, material, uh, and then went over to uh, Italy, where I used to live and work and got married. And uh, met a chap who wanted to start a marketing uh, rental business uh, and management business on Lake Como. So we uh, joined forces, and that was nine years ago. Um, we started with 10 properties, I think, and now there's somewhere over the region of about 600. And throughout the course of that time, we've seen the whole industry change. Can you tell me a little bit about Discovery Holiday Homes and your your business model? Because it, it doesn't sort of fit in with the, um, no. the 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 traditional rental agency where owners have nothing to do with their properties. The agency takes it over. There's various kind of elements to it because we started at a distance with partners in Italy. Um, they are contracted properties in Italy to the management company. So because we're in the UK and the vast majority of uh, people who visit the lake are US, uh, UK, New Zealanders, Australia, etc., uh, we started off with English marketing. Um, so we end up in the UK as being the uh, marketing web commercial advertising and finance payment gateway solutions for all the businesses in Italy. They look after the management. So that's one particular element of of what we do. We provide all those services to our partner to allow the whole thing to flow. The second part of the business is because We've built this huge architecture, which involves inquiry systems, uh, owner booking management systems, a vast network of websites, actually. There's probably in the region of 100 to 150 or more websites actually out there under our one of my company names. We decided it would be a good idea locally to our offices to start contracting directly here. And uh, we decided a few years ago that we would actually take on properties here and we do contract them directly and exclusively that gives us experience in what's going on we have a lot of contact with the owners and obviously a lot of contact with the booking team with the with the guests here as the last two or three years have have gone by and home away and trip advisor and holiday lettings have all grown substantially 
we're now seeing lots of um, owners and small agencies getting quite distressed. So a number of the small agencies have shut up shop or sold themselves to bigger agencies because they can't, they can't cope, compete. They don't have the technology resources or even the willpower to, to fight it any longer. Uh, and a lot of the owners are now phoning up agencies like us and saying, listen, I do my own bookings, but actually I'm, I'm losing my way. Um, will you work with me to help me make bookings? So the second part of the second model is that we actually will work with owners. We supply them with calendars. We'll even supply them with websites. And they book and we book as well. So we have an exclusive and a non-exclusive model. So we, we end up with the ability to um, supply partners with uh, all the tools they would possibly need if they manage properties, which we do in Italy. We have directly contracted properties. We have owner partnership properties. And this year, again, because of the Home Away, TripAdvisor and everybody else, we have uh, been in discussions with some very sizable agencies in the UK. One of these in particular refuses adamantly to involve itself in anything connected with these, these websites and lives and dies by its own mailing list and its own organic advertising. Insufficient, though, by mm -hmm. the looks of it. Um, now, we've dynamically integrated hundreds of their properties local to us in the north of the area and in Kent, where we have a very strong portfolio as well. So now we are actually making bookings on their behalf using all their data through our systems. So they're happy, we're happy, we're all sharing inventory and we're actually sharing customers as well. And that removes a lot of the need for the extra advertising that we're being forced into by a lot of these large sites. So we're now actually seeing a much more dynamic mix of inventory and a kind of sharing community actually amongst the owners and agents. It's kind of like uh, Airbnb, but for owners and agents with agents. It's the days of we only do this exclusively, you're with us or you're without us, are slowly drifting away. Mm -hmm. there's, there's much more of a mixed model. So it sounds complex, but it all actually works quite well. And what I mentioned earlier is because we built inquiry systems and tracking systems and you can see if mail's been open and closed we can bring in fresh properties dynamically into the inquiry system if one property doesn't suit it might have a swim pool four bedrooms etc and we price everything very quickly in all this we then have a, an owner's management system that is infinitely flexible and variable and we have a very big web web platform we're now getting uh, individuals with inventories in other parts of the world coming along and saying, listen, we kind of like what you've done. We can't afford what you've done. Every time we go to Kigo, Super Control, Cirrus, uh, Live Res, everybody else, it doesn't actually fit our model. So can we work together with your brand and your systems to develop a business? So that's something we're developing as the year moves on with with a couple of companies i'm very excited about that i was That's... i was just going to say that 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 all sounds so exciting i mean certainly from you know my perspective I mean, when you're talking about small agency what what sort of size are you are you 
Well, have you seen agencies that go to the wall have 40 or 50 properties Mm -hmm. in the UK, that is. So they're the ones that really have to decide whether they're going to try and grow or or they're just going to sell or collapse. There's there's a huge variation in uh, in understanding. And I think this is part of the hotelization model that they, they don't understand in the States is that in the UK, you'll find agencies taking less than 10% commission on a booking. Mm-hmm. In the United States, you might get as high as 40%. In, in Europe, it used to be 30%, but it's sliding down to the uh, 25 to 20%. now. There's much less commission to share. There's much less margin. And if you can imagine... You know, you say, I need a new management system. I need a new booking system. I need to actually automate this and, and make our life easier. You have to go out and, and either do it yourself or you have to buy it off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I hear, because fortunately we don't have to use these things, what you buy off the shelf often doesn't fit the actual business model that you've actually grown over the years. And we know that that's just a fact. This is an industry and on your questions, you mentioned fragmented. I've got a whole raft of things to tell you why it's fragmented. And this is one of them, you know. So they've, you know, websites, you can build a website for £10 or you can build a website for £100,000. It's a piece of string. Um, and unless you actually have technical knowledge, the expertise, the understanding, the in-house developers, that's the small agencies, they're, they're really beginning to suffer because they can't afford the advertising either. The advertising costs have just gone through the roof for us. Yes, yeah, certainly as, as you're talking, you know, it, it, it has me thinking back um, from, from our, my own experience of, of being an agency owner. And, and certainly that, at that time of, of having 30 to 40 properties and, you know, margins are tight. They really are tight. And, an owner will come to you, and the agents, the other agency, is offering them a pe- you know one or two percent less, and yeah. and that is really tough. You you know you're going to lose a customer, or you're you're just not going to make the money out of them. But you want to take them on because you want the volume. Yeah. So I I think it 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 is really tough for for any small agency starting out. And then I'm also really hearing what you say about all the different options that are that are out there and how to select the one and if if you've been running and if you start out as a as a tiny agency you do start usually with your own homegrown stuff and then trying to fit what you've become comfortable with into a product an off the shelf product is is so difficult and now does this sound like I'm giving you a life history of my business because I think I am <laughs> You know, we we've actually been the live res route, and it didn't it didn't last. Um, we're we're going through another iteration at the moment, and another um, integration of a new system. And and again, it, it's tough. We're we're a small Canadian company, and we're trying to integrate into a, a US based um, system. So so yes, I'm I'm hearing everything you say, and I think anybody out there, you know my listener base here there's a lot of small agencies and i'm sure they'll be nodding their heads so what's the well we're going to go into um perhaps your solution we we're just talking about the industry being fragmented and you said you you'd got a few things to say about that and i because i think this all this all ties yeah. in together um i'd love to hear your thoughts on it because we hear it all the time 
it's it's almost yeah, like this I'm, this big excuse. Well, I'm guilty of saying it an awful lot myself, of course, um, because I see it as a very fragmented industry, and that's because if you read the if you read the statistics, and I don't think anybody has a real number, but there's quoted as being about five million holiday properties globally, which is quite a lot of uh, holiday homes to rent out. I think there's only some in the region of about half a million hotels, so ten times as many individual properties. If you consider those five million, they're spread over 202 countries in probably another 200 languages and dialects. So already you have five million micro businesses and there is no standard model for anybody to start one of these. It's like having a child. No one actually gives you any advice. You just have to go with it when it appears. So already you, you've, you've got different languages. And as soon as you move into different countries, you've got different taxes. Now, I've been made aware that in Canada, you've got potentially three extra taxes that you have to add to each booking. And it depends on which province you're in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so in the UK, we don't have to add any taxes. In Lake Como in Italy, we have to add another local tax this year because they've, they're very poor now in Italy and they decided they need to tax more people locally for the local communes. So there's a different uh, financial implications connected to every single booking, of course. Now, you can multiply all this because you then have to have potential local accreditations. So in France, you have accreditations. In the England, England, you've got different types of accreditations. Multiply again because you've got different currencies and different banking systems because these industries all these micro businesses have all decided over a period of time how they're going to structure their pricing. And this is this is the killer, really, for these large listing sites. A lot of these properties uh, have come onto the market in the last uh, three years or four years because there was a major building boom in Spain, Cyprus, uh, all over the world, the United States, Florida, etc. People haven't been able to sell them, so they've decided to holiday rent them. This is, as, as you're going to know, is that you can't rent our holiday home for one night if it costs more to clean it and manage it than it does to actually rent it out. Mm -hmm. So you have a completely different pricing structure for all these different groups of businesses. For example, we won't let a property out, generally speaking, for less than three nights because it's going to cost £120 to turn it around. And there's a I can't be bothered attitude from the owner to take a, a small commission. So there's all different pricing, 60% for three nights, 70% for four nights, price by the night, price differently at weekends, et cetera, et cetera. You then got different time zones, response rates. How quick are micro businesses to update their calendars? You know, are they going to make it available a whole year or only for two or three months of the year? Are they going to use it themselves? <laughs> What are they going to ask for in terms of uh, deposits, balances, damage waivers, insurances? You're, it, the whole thing is a melting pot of complexity that the listing sites really struggle to actually get their head around. Uh, and unfortunately, they're trying to force it into a single channel price by the night cancellation within 24 hours. It's almost like booking.com uh, mm -hmm. on a global scale. Uh, now, I'm not. It, this will work, but it'll only work in certain areas. So 
central London city apartments, for example. Lots of traffic, lots of footfall. And if you price it correctly, you'll get the you'll get the booking rather than the hotel getting the booking. But if you take this into a regional destination like where you are, you're not going to see people walking past uh, your cabins on the lake 365 days of the year. Mm-hmm. So, again, it, it then fragments into um, portfolios based on location or inventory management. So if you contract them like James Villas, you can do it because you've already paid the owner and you've taken possession of the property for 365 days of the year. But the 5 million individual owners can't work like that. So this is a real a real problem um, for everybody, I think, because they're all being forced. We're being forced into this price by the night. I can't even begin to tell you the amount of people who phoned us up this year to complain that our prices are wrong on these websites. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm chuckling now because I had one a, a day or so ago um, and somebody wanted to book a weekend because um, and was were totally incensed that they couldn't get the $80 a night (laughs) that they had calculated from the weekly rate. And they they just wanted a night and that was it. And they were going to have it at $80 a night. And I, you know, we, we explained the whole issue as, as just, you know, what what you're saying about weekends. And, uh, and I think it was $450 for a weekend and a long, long argument with, uh, with this person on the telephone. But, I, I, you know, I see ex- exactly where you're coming from. The other thing that um, I, I didn't think I, I heard you mention was, uh, was an issue that's close to our heart, which is screening. The fragmentation bit is just the complexity of mm-hmm. all the micro-businesses. In yeah. terms of screening, I mean, I'm, I'm very angsty about this whole thing because we probably get in the region of 70,000 inquiries a year. And those are real people who actually want to liaise with you. <laughs> so every one of those has to be handled. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of these people actually pick up the phone and want to speak to you. And, and actually, I like that because you're right. You can vet them. You can screen them. You can get an idea of who they are, what they want, where they're going, if the place is right for them, et cetera. You know, and we're actually being removed from that. If they can possibly do it, they will do it. So if that's what you mean by vetting and screening, yes. Yeah, that, that that's just something that, that came to mind. You know, we, we have properties that are, have 70 or 80 steps down to the lake. Yeah. And and if we didn't speak to people who said, yeah. oh, yes, my, my grandma wants to sit by the beach. And that's an immediate flag to say, well, you just mentioned the word grandma. I mean, I know I'm one and I could probably do 70 or 80, 80 steps at a run but many can't. And then the other word was beach because people see in a listing what they want to see, not what is actually there. And, yeah. and if we didn't have the ability to speak to people, we wouldn't be able to pick up on those cues and, and say this, this is probably not the right spot for you. No, absolutely, 100% with you. You know, we get uh, one of our big things is parking. People are completely possessed by their cars. Mm-hmm. They see a parking space. But actually, in fact, a lot of them phone up and ask us, how big is the parking space? And exactly where is the parking space? And if they remove that, that communication process, we will definitely see see problems and issues. There's no doubt, doubt about that. Um, and this is my kind of take on, on global business, because the people who, who can book a place the best 
are the people who have taken the photographs who visit it regularly who live in the area. It's, it's as simple as that. We constantly get people phoning up these days. They see our adverts. We put our advert on Home Away Holiday Lettings. And mysteriously, it'll appear on 17 different websites. Uh, and we get people saying, listen, I'm, I, am I speaking to somebody who knows anything about this property? I've seen it all over the place. And we don't even know it's been put there. You know, and once they found out that you actually took the photographs and you know all about it, they're extremely happy. But there are actually an awful lot of very confused and irritated people out there right now. I'm constantly telling them to call home away and holiday lettings and say, please give them a call and ask them about the property. <laughs> it, that, that's, it's interesting you, sh- you should say that. I, I, and I'm sure you have been a guest and have booked rentals yourself in the past because when i when i do it i'm and i'm becoming in- increasingly frustrated as a guest sure. um, because of these things because i mean just just recently we've we've booked a vacation in the bahamas for february and and i really would like to talk to the owner directly i mean we, we have been talking but we have to go through the home away process i don't have an email address i don't yeah. know why that really impacts me it it's it, Maybe it's because I'm in the business that I'm, I get truly annoyed at that. That, you know, even trying to go into my Gmail to try and find the correspondence is difficult. We can liaise directly with all our, our guests. We're still home away, I've still got an open system for agents, as you know. We're just waiting for the point at which they close the door and then it's, it, it, we just have to cancel our agreements with them because we couldn't work like that. And I think they probably know that that's a difficult task. But we actually send people correspondence directly. And lo and behold, sometimes they come back through the system again, which I find very, very unusual and hard to understand why they wouldn't just reply off the back of the email you've sent them as well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen that often, but, you know, clearly people are getting a little confused by the, the whole exercise. I wish they would just go back to the way it used to be. Um. Richard, you've launched a new platform to, um, to help owners break free. What you're saying is break free from the grasp of the uh, big listing sites. I mean, I, I filled in a questionnaire recently. Um, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, that's me being a little evangelical, really. Um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the things I thought might be a, a neat idea for us um, would, be, would be to create a leave piece um, for a generic leave piece for uh, owners and agents anywhere in the world to say, this is advice on how to book your next holiday. So thanks for booking with us. I hope you enjoyed your stay. Please leave a review. But we'd just like to inform you that, you know, the industry is changing. We're a collection of homeowners and a collection of agents, uh, all in sympathy with each other, who would like to give you more information about how you can best book and find your holiday home uh, next time you, you, you want to do this. That was the, the original uh, ethos behind it, and I called it Making a Difference. And there's actually a logo now sitting on um, whitebookwithus.com on the home page that we designed. Um, and as I wrote this content about how to best book a holiday home, it became pretty obvious there was a massive amount of content it could grow to an enormous size. So as we're designing the leaf piece, which is now we've got the logo, the content's been done, it's with the designer. 
um, I put up the website and then started inviting people to list their property on there if they're essentially in sympathy with it um, and to refer to it if, if they want to give homeowners advice. So we've started putting that on our websites now as uh, a referral to give you advice on how to book a holiday home. If they book somewhere else, I, I don't really care. At least I think I'm, I'm having an effect somewhere. So it just occurred to me that the, the people who can access the guests the easiest are the owners and agents because they actually manage the inventory. Mm -hmm. So why not reach them in the easiest possible manner when they're actually in the accommodation? So, you know, these are unbranded. I'm not putting our name on it or anything else or website links or anything. And once they're done, people can download them, stick them in their color printer, or they can take them away and print them and leave them as cards in their holiday homes. It, it's just important, I think, that somebody tries to inform the guests that if you go to a website like HomeAway, which has a million properties, and you look for a property in Florida, for example, which I think is 100,000, they're actually going to give you the properties that make them the most money. It might not necessarily be the best property for you. It'll be the one that, via their algorithms and determination of your last visits and everything else and cookies implanted on your website, they'll direct you to the one they really want you to book at the end of it, not the one that uh, might be best for you. You know, it's, a, it's an insidious thing, that the internet. It's used in all manner of ways to guide you to the most profitable item. It's doing no favors to these five million micro businesses, mm -hmm. of which actually I'm one. Yeah, me too. And <laughs> but it's happening in every industry, of course. You know, it always it always blows me away when I open up my weather network or something, and there's there's an ad for um, a booking engine for a vacation yes. rental. It's like, oh, how do you know it's? I, it, it, <laughs> initially, I looked at that and I thought, wow, that's that's what a coincidence. <laughs> Yes, it's, you know, that's really, that's really quite interesting when you go and try and contract new owners because the companies that use Google Ads a lot, uh, so there's a new owner looking for another agency and they have no knowledge about this, they look on the internet and as soon as they get there, they see this agency that spends a lot on AdWords and they go, well, this must be the best company because every time I go to the website, I see it. So my property is going to be booked all the time. Mm -hmm. So... Is an illusion again. It's all illusionary. I mean, my previous industry had something very akin to this because all the um, small distribution companies for laboratory products started getting, and the, the, the core manufacturers of the branded products all started getting bought up by two or three very large American companies. And then they did deals with all the large institutions for bulk purchasing. So all of a sudden, the little guys out there who were manufacturing stuff or small uh, agencies couldn't even get in the door. So there's a kind of commonality here, and I've, I've, I've been subjected to it once, so I'm, I'm pretty grumpy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see it heading, Richard? Yeah, that's a really good question, because I, I, I actually think that there'll be, um, there'll be some fairly significant changes. The game players currently are HomeAway and its 44 websites, TripAdvisor with FlipKey and Holiday Lettings, and Airbnb. I think that, uh, I guess it's HomeAway will be bought by Booking.com. I think everybody thinks that's quite a possibility. Mm -hmm. 
and we will see um, we'll see consolidation with the likes of Windu, House Trip, and all the others that are actually out there trying to establish themselves in in this market. You know, there isn't a big enough playing field for all of them to to make enough money for their shareholders because they're all funded. So uh, I think there'll be consolidation. I also think that there is a market for a book now on Home Away and it's city apartments and it's service departments and it's uh, Wyndham apartments mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. But I, I think there will be the likes of possibly the VRMA and owners groups pulling together to put their portfolios into independent listing sites, essentially, but they will actually have direct contact with the guests. So I think we'll see a lot more collectives, a lot more organization, and a a bit more of a fight back. But we're seeing some other stuff now, which is I think is quite interesting. So there's a company called metamarketplace.com. They purchased a company called Iavra, which is a UK company that essentially has listings for agents to to communicate with other agents to book properties. They've been bought. But this Meta Marketplace is creating an um, interface, technology interface between private membership clubs. So you can imagine there are members clubs for private aviation, for super yachts, for fractional ownership. So there are millions of members out there who are accessed regularly through these various clubs. So there's an opportunity to tap into these types of um, things as well. There's a catch, of course. There's always a commission in the middle. Mm -hmm. But I think you'll see more and more people spreading their wings in terms of uh, looking for for alternative opportunities. Now, it's okay for agents because they're going to have more technology now to do this uh for individual owners it, it does become probably more difficult because you won't actually get to hit many of these sites because you don't have a large enough inventory i just think you'll see more aggregation um, and opportunity for channeling to these things i do have a worry about the booking sites because even now they're beginning to associate themselves with the the larger listing sites mm-hmm and that is because there's shared commission uh, on bookings that come through these things. It's a tough one. It's not a crystal ball. But, I know. Um, and it's uh, well, I, I've been in it. You know, I, I, yeah, probably about um, you know the, the, the same time as you since since well, mine was 1998 when I first started buying properties, and and yeah. just, just like you, just seen the massive changes. And unlike anything, like technology, of course, the changes are coming fast and furious now. So I think to yeah. predict is, um, you know, that, that's that's tough. It's always a tough question to ask. Yeah, there is there is something here. I mean, we had a salesperson from Booking.com pitch up at our offices recently. And she said that 52% of people who visit Booking.com actually just go there, have a look at the price, then go off to find the hotel directly. Now, we know there's a lot of people... They're becoming more savvy about this, particularly the younger generation as well. Mm-hmm. What the owners have is that a lot of their websites and the way that they run their micro businesses isn't doesn't produce the conversions they might like to see. Homeway, Airbnb, and House Trip, and everybody spend huge amounts of money on convincing you psychologically, visibly, 
uh, beta testing different sites, etc., to, to get the best look-to-book conversion ratios. So they'll smatter it with trust logos and, and various other things to convince you that this is actually the place where you should leave your money. If 50% of these people go looking directly for the homeowner, and it's not a difficult exercise to do, and I put information on that on making a difference website, if you can get them to your website and convert them on your website, then you're going to have much more organic and better margins and, and uh, longevity in the business. Mm-hmm. So I do think it is important for owners to really address these bits of their business in terms of uh, presentation, presenting themselves as professional um, people. So there's no, it's not rocket science. It all comes down to reviews, trust on payment, uh, great pictures, all, all the usual sorts of stuff that you'll actually see. Um, and it isn't done terribly well, actually. It isn't done terribly well in the United States, which kind of surprises me because that's the center of all things commerce. Mm-hmm. So yep. I think you'll see more and more tools coming out for that. But that and the payment solution is incredibly important for an owner to, to, to rectify because everybody does actually want to pay online. They just don't necessarily want to pay online on home away, you know. Well, absolutely, yeah. In, 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 interestingly, and I've going back to this this one that I'm just negotiating in in the Bahamas, and um, we had to do a wire payment, and I've never had to do that before. I'm so used to credit card payment, and yeah. didn't like it at all. It cost another sixty dollars just to drive thirty thirty miles to the bank. Yeah, and that's actually quite a common thing in those destinations. We've had a a lot of conversations recently about the Far East in terms of uh, booking processes there, Uh, and that's exactly the same thing. People find it very, very difficult to get merchant accounts or any form of online Mm -hmm. payment solution. And I think you'll see that changing quite radically over over, um, the next two years. And we have some payment solutions coming for owners as well that we are introducing on a test model right now to, to some of our trustworthy owners so they can use our systems to take the money for themselves and, and we take a very small commission out of it mm-hmm. not a booking commission, yeah. just a transaction fee but it means they don't actually have to worry about any of the integration any of the discussions with the bank any of that sort of stuff you know we we carry the uh, we carry it for them yeah. <laughs> So I think I think you'll see a lot of changes there. There will be payment solutions. There will be the opportunity to accredit yourself on your own website to say we are a trusted payment. We are a user trusted payment solution. We've got all the photographs. We know about the property. You will get guaranteed best price with us, which I think is important mm-hmm. as well. But it's going to be very tough to fight uh, the big boys in terms of search, um, and that's that's kind of a, a major issue with search engine. Well, I see. I see. You know, a lot of other things coming out for, from other vacation rental um, say experts who are going in different directions. Who are who are looking at things like Google Plus. I mean, if you follow Alan Egan, uh, he's 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 having amazing success with some of yeah, his, I, I, his clients I, I, going yeah. on Google Plus. Now I speak to Alan. I got a call with him tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm actually using his stuff. We are working with Alan actually because of what he's doing. Mm. And I think that's great. There's actually, have you, are you familiar with Dwellable? Yes, yes, I'm, uh, I, I love that site. Absolutely love it. Well, I, yeah, I've got a meeting with them. Well, actually, I'm sitting in a um, Q&A VRMA 
with 60 of his um, supporters, I think, um, on Google search questions. And actually, I really like that because they just focus, they're focusing on the mobile app element of their business, mm-hmm. which doesn't rely on Google search. It relies on the installation of an app. And I, I think that's quite a neat trick if you can actually get the installation. So I, I'm I'm very you know I'm very positive about their business model. I, I think they're great guys, and I love their site. You know, I'll be talking sure. to them. I'll be talking to them soon, actually, on the podcast as well. So I think I'll be talking to Kirby fairly yeah, soon. Yeah, no, he's he's a nice chap. He's definitely um, he's de- they're definitely on the ball, and they're taking it slowly. Um, so we're going to feed our inventory to them fairly shortly as well. There is. Are you familiar with Tripping.com? I, I have heard of Tripping.com, but I wouldn't say familiar. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one, which is something else that I think you'll see a you'll see some movement on these meta search uh, engines because they don't really they're not really meta search engines because you've got one rental maybe on ten different websites, but it's the same price. Mm-hmm. Who you choose to book with depends on who you feel comfortable with. I. We're probably going to stick our brand on Tripping.com because we're actually the inventory managers, which means that we're always going to have the best price and we're mm-hmm. always going to have the most knowledge. And this is this is a pay pay by referral type business. And I think that is a probably a cheaper option than using Home Away, even though Home Away are on there and all the usual culprits are actually on there. And I think that's quite a that's quite an interesting way of looking at it the unfortunate thing of course is that the it's monetized based on shareholder value again and and you know the price is going to go up if it's successful yeah <laughs> richard we are coming to the uh, the end of of our time and i think we could um and i say this most weeks when i'm talking to people i could probably go on for another hour or so um <laughs> because it's been a, fa- a really fascinating discussion a lot of things that i i hadn't considered um you've um you've certainly brought to light a, a number of issues that I think um, people listening may not have, you know, have front of their mind. I am so looking forward to seeing you in, um, in San Diego and hopefully we can, we can carve out you know half an hour or so and just sit down and, and explore things a little further. Um, everything. I, I've, I've got a ton of notes here on, um, on the things that we've discussed and particularly a lot of the links that, uh, that you've mentioned to sites to, uh, why book with um, your sites, meta marketplace, et cetera. So that, you know, people can go in, I'll put them all in the show notes. So anybody can go in and take a look and, uh, just, just delve a little further if they wish. Okay, Richard, thank you uh, once again for, for, for being with me and, uh, and just, just sharing what you've shared. That's, that's just been amazing. Um, I hope you go and have a wonderful swim. <laughs> well, it's not, five, it's not four or five degrees, I'm glad to say. So, <laughs> yeah, enjoy it before it starts snowing. And I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll see you in San Diego. Okay, look forward to it. Thank you so much. Cheers, Heather. Bye. Well, that was a great discussion with Richard. It covered a huge amount of ground. And uh, I think I'll probably be listening to this a couple of times over just to, um, to, to get some of the nuances of, uh, of Richard's wisdom here. As he said, the vacation rental industry is a melting pot of complexity. And from, uh, from listening to him, 
it, it really sort of brings it home to me how widely diverse it is. And when we think about the, you know, the five million micro businesses, if you start looking at it like that, you can see why there is a challenge to to create some sort of standardization, which of course I don't think any of us want anyway. But it was uh, really, really interesting. I hope you enjoyed it. Of course, I'm going to be putting all the links uh, on the show notes. So go along to cottageblogger.com forward slash VRS043 and, uh, and you'll be able to check out some of those links and particularly the link to uh, whybookwithus.com, which uh, I'm finding particularly interesting. So as we discussed, I will really look forward to uh, meeting up in person with Richard at the uh, VRMA conference, which is in San Diego, California, uh, at the end of October. And I think I've said before, I will be doing some recording and some interviews from the uh, from the conference. So I'm particularly looking forward to a lot of networking. Once again, love to hear your comments. Just go to the bottom of the show notes and let us know what you think. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I look forward to being with you again soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over. But don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. 